This podcast is free form, dude. <laughs> free <laughs> I got, form. I got, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Free of form. We don't we free don't form. limit ourselves with things like planning and uh, you know nope. writing out our I thoughts mean, except beforehand. That, except that part where we thought everything was shitty and we were like, we gotta start planning stuff more. Remember oh, yeah. that? No, I made notes. Yeah. Which... Oh, good. Good, yeah. good, good, good. <laughs> okay. Um, so I've been I've been playing this mobile game. Are 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 you guys familiar with Fire Emblem? I'm sure yeah. that I'm not. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sure you're not as well. <laughs> Nintendo released a mobile Fire Emblem called Fire Emblem Heroes. Mm-hmm. Which Wait, is what a is Fire up- Emblem? Okay, hold up. Remember that I don't know what this is. So first okay. you have to explain what it is. Don't just be like, hey, do you know what this thing is? No, okay, well, fuck you then. So we're not going to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Camden. I'm talking to Ted right now. Okay. Um, so Fire Emblem is a, like, it's a turn-based tactical uh, RPG that's very fantasy-ish and like ah, has become shit. increasingly... Yeah, <laughs> yeah nerd, nerd shit. shit. Uh, has become increasingly anime over the the past couple of years like uh, uh, yeah the has. most recent game check this out this was cut out of they cut this feature feature out of the u.s version there's like sort of a dating sim built in to this game <laughs> of course oh great right because you make your characters like each other more and then they like they fight better together and also they eventually have kids if you get them to an <laughs> s ranks link is what they call it s for sex right s for sex so they Jeez. they put in this feature where you could like invite characters back to your room and like so in the english version you have a conversation and they i'm going to quote this leave satisfied oh okay all you need is a good conversation at night to leave have you leave satisfied yeah they're just that's you always feel satisfied after a great conversation yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it really like, gets me off. It's it it like, you know, when you really connect somebody, like yeah. when you when you really like them, and you ha- you're having a conversation, and then you reach you out and like... touch their face a little bit, <laughs> yeah. and like stroke them on the face, and they start to like kind of moan a little bit. That's the part that was cut out of the <laughs> English version of this game. <laughs> Is that how is that how sexual encounters start for you? You just rub people's. <laughs> There's a little face stroking, and they go, yeah, yeah, that's exactly how (laughs) these things go. Ah, Fire Emblem, Japanese version, true to life, English version, the face touching is gone, so I'm not sure where they're getting their satisfaction from. Huh, yeah. I guess just from each other's presence. Yeah. Each other's presence and exchanging of knowledge. Let me touch your presence. Their third eyes so, are gay. They released a they released a mobile <laughs> game why. last week, and it's just like straight up gotcha bullshit. Like gotcha pawn. It's like you play for a while and then you play a little lottery to get a new character. And man, I have been getting real deep into it real quick. There are there is no face touchy in this game. In fact, uh, there's like there's like no real relationship things at all, which what? I'm kind of relieved by. I'm kind of relieved by, but man, oh, let so me tell you. so that's not the focus of the game? No, no, <laughs> that's just to make your dudes hit each other better. <laughs> okay, gotta there hit each it other is. better. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, it is. That's what that whole night is about. <laughs> Hitting uh, each other a little bit better. So, nice. 
I've been I've been way into this, and it's kind of like really rapidly becoming a problem. I started playing this morning, and I have probably clocked a good four and a half hours in this fucking garbage mobile game. And I'm expecting it to go through my basic mobile game life cycle, which is like overplay it until suddenly I go, oh no, fuck this, this is the worst, and just delete everything. Um, I'm I'm waiting to see how long that takes this time. I'm guessing it'll be under a week. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome back to the sounding board. Hi. That's my transition. We're we're here to uh to get real close and touch faces. Yeah. I hope you realize that. Face to get a little bit better every night. Yeah. So I'm reaching out right now. This face that I'm touching right now is Camden's face. Oh. Camden Taylor is here. Oh god. <laughs> oh, and now this this other face, this beard that I'm scritching right Ooh. now. That's Theodore Challenge Hooker the second. Oh, scritch, scritch. Hey, scritch, touch scritch, my face scritch. again. What the fuck? All right, hold on. I gotta touch. <laughs> I gotta touch both faces okay. at once. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. All oh, the face touching. Ooh. We're here <laughs> to touch faces. I got shivers. And oh, shivers. <laughs> Ooh, that's how you know it was good face touching. Yeah. S, you get an S. <laughs> oh, 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 S I, I am leaving this podcast <laughs> satisfied. <laughs> Too satisfied, apparently. Yeah, a little tongue-tied, even. I, you know, I, I've seen people get there before. It, it means they're pretty satisfied. Yeah. God. We're here to touch faces and talk about an album. We're here to talk about Carissa's weird W I E R D. And missed the chance for a great pun. <laughs> oh, did I? Shit. What was the pun? You should have said, Go we're here it. to touch faces and touch bases on this Carissa Square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I was expecting touch faces and get a little weird. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's good, good one too. Man. That's good, nah. too. Uh, we should be the those. album for this week is called <laughs> Songs About Leaving. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, leaving satisfied. I, I wonder what it's about. I wonder what it's about. I really don't know. Yeah. I wonder what is line. contained oh. on the album. Like what? <laughs> what? What? What are these things? Like what are these individual pieces? You know, and what He's, are they about? Um, That's yeah. oh yeah yeah. Are, what yeah. they're about is really what's important to me yeah. here. I'm always in it for what it's all about. Yeah, and we here on this show we always try to get to the bottom of. <laughs> The, the deep we let questions you know that are brought up by the what those the things are cover. and what they're about. Yeah, no <laughs> we're gonna find problem. <laughs> yeah, we're and, gonna find and out. let me tell you, it's not always music. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No. Hey, hey that's true. tied it back in. There we go. I'm Josh Schmidtline. I'm the well, one of the hosts. The other two people here are also hosts of the sounding board. You got promoted over the break, guys. What? Yeah, we got promoted, and you're no longer Sting, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can be the voice of the sounding board, uh, but then we'd have to have like some sort of weird musical competition, and I like I don't know how we would do it. That I'm a better critic than I am a performer, really. <laughs> I think all three of us are actually, so it might be pretty interesting. <laughs> Camden's got more experience, I would bet. Yeah, Camden's got that. Well, I Camden's do have got the advantage that, like... of being the only one who can play instruments. <laughs> yeah, you know, or whatever. Yeah. We don't know if that part's <laughs> or like, important yet. Maybe, maybe sing. Uh, mm, no, I, I, I can't can... sing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, none of us I, can sing. <laughs> all right, check it. Check it though. You can do the good bad folk voice. Oh yeah, I can do that. And uh, yeah, we'll see at the end of this episode if That's I true. can do the 
uh, indie folk sad sack. That's pretty close to that voice, so I can do that one too. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they are connected. They are kind of inexorably linked. For listeners, I'm doing a linked like gesture with my. He's fingers. making you a W. Actually, was what happened. He was like, linked, whatever or whatever. Yeah, West Side Wu Tang. I don't know. <laughs> it's those are yeah. very different things. It's true. So, guys, it's a uh, man. It's I had a really fascinating week. It was generally pretty good actually um i don't know if i talked about it last time but i started bouldering uh about a little bit over a month ago um bouldering of course being uh indoor rock picking up boulders yeah Yeah, picking up boulders boulders, it's a lot like them to other places it's a lot (laughs) like fencing where you you build a fence um (laughs) yeah (laughs) I didn't expect totally. that. That was actually really funny. Thank you for that. that was okay, really I got good. you. Don't even worry about it. We're on point here at the sounding board. So it's uh, it's rock climbing without a rope, basically. Uh, and I've been really into it lately because, one, it's, a, it's good physical activity. It feels good to do. But, two, it's very puzzly. Like, a lot of it is about figuring out how you're going to go up a route. And... Uh, it's ranked in difficulties, right? It's anywhere from V0, yeah. which is basically like, hey, dude, here's a ladder, climb up it, to V10, which is like, okay, so you're going to have nothing to hold on to, but you need to, like, leap up this entire wall. Good luck. Yeah, um, it's, it, there's, there's two different uh, ranking styles. There's the Vs or there's the, um, the one based off of the – I don't remember what it's called. It's called, like, the Yosemite something something because it's all – uh, originates in Yosemite, that style. And it's basically like five point blah blah blah. Um, I thought that was used for top roping mostly, but I didn't I don't know. Um it's it's more top roping than not, but they'll apply it to other things just because it, it can be more specific given what it says. That yeah. being said, it it kinda depends on the gym too, because the gym in Fairbanks is like, this is totally a V six. Bullshit it's a V six. I can't climb V ones. That's not true at all. I'm really bad at climbing. I, I like am it a too. lot, but I'm it's not really good. fun. It's I uh, hard. I went for about three weeks. There are two different gyms that I've been going to. Uh, one sort of smaller one, and one much larger one. Um, so I've been going for for about a month now, and I went for about three weeks, not being able to climb anything except for a V1. Like I I climbed a bunch of V1s, and I was feeling pretty good about V1s, and I was feeling really bad about anything that required any sort of balancing because <laughs> that shit is hard. Uh, so last Monday I got my first two V2s, uh, which felt nice. amazing, and then earlier tonight I got two V3s, which was also awesome. Like just fucking nailed them and felt great about it. Um, Super cool. Yeah, I've I've also been doing. I mentioned, I think, uh, the the aerial silks. I've been doing the aerial silks. I've been, <laughs> I've been doing the aerial, aerial silks. silks. I've been silks. flying on the silks, flying on the fabric, uh, and I did my first drop last week, which was oh hey terrifying, but also awesome. Like to get into it, you have to. Uh, so so silks are basically it's a long piece of fabric that splits into two well it's it's two pieces of fabric one piece of fabric with two ends both hanging down um and to get into this particular drop you have to grab onto 
both pieces of fabric, climb up them a little ways, then flip upside down so that your head is pointed at the ground and your feet are pointed straight up. Weave your feet into the silks so that you are basically just supported by your feet, and then pull the fabric down and wrap it around your waist three times, then flip back over and, like, kind of spin around and then let go, and you do a front flip and it's crazy. But I did it, and it was awesome, and it felt great. And then I uh, I went home, and I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know, but I have a... Do you guys know what a stigmata is? Oh, oh, the heart stigmata? Like the... No, the no, I think, I think you're thinking of a of a stigma. No, that's a different Maybe. thing, too. No, uh, that's, that's an eye stigma. That's a right? stigmatism. A stigmata... <laughs> a, a stigmata is like a... Is, it's... it's so I shouldn't use that term because it's actually a a very Christian term referring to wounds at the, or, oh, or yeah. oh yes yeah. right okay. at the point where the nails went in the top of my left foot has just like a patch that is entirely missing skin now and like <laughs> kind of got all gross and scabby and looked very much like I'd had a nail driven through the foot at that point, and it, it was really unpleasant. But otherwise, my week has been great. <laughs> besides awesome. the stigma. Look at you. You're so active. <laughs> so yeah, besides active. turning into Jesus, possibly. Which, I'm just saying, that wouldn't be great, because first, the easy thing, you're bleeding out of your hands and feet, or ankles and wrists, depending on how you actually look at that. But yeah, it if, matter. It, if it was through the ankle, then totally not, because this was definitely right at the, on the top of my foot. It was well, like maybe if, you just like if if you oh, pointed sh- someone's toes straight down and then like drove a nail through the top of their foot, that's what it would have been. It was okay. really. Mm, it all makes yeah. sense then. <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense now. That's yeah. awesome though. Sounds like you're doing some fun, changing up your exercise routine and doing some really fun things that are also incredibly expensive. Yeah. They add up so fucking fast. Yeah, I am spending at least $25 a week on climbing, uh, and sometimes I've been going twice a week, and uh, the silks cost the same, and I'm still paying for my gym membership, and I haven't been in, like, close to a month. So, uh, something's gotta give is kinda kind of where I'm at. And, and we'll Sounds see where like... that is. It might be, it might just be me. I might have to give... Last week, I did not get home before 10.30, Monday through Thursday. Jeez. It was... So busy. It was... Yeah, busy man. That's why we're we're recording so late. <laughs> so late. Yeah. So late. This is late for me, for sure. It's later yeah. for me. I know. But, yeah. So, I'm, I'm so, totally an so... old man in my, like, weekday habits. <laughs> I, like, go to bed all right, pretty all right. early. Old man Camden. So let's let's do this the rest of this episode and fast forward. All right. <laughs> okay. So old man Camden, in fast forward, tell me about your routine. My routine? Oh, your it's routine. not interesting. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then don't tell me about yeah. your routine. Instead, instead, let's go. Meet into the different... audience wanting Camden. Yeah, uh, he knows how it yeah, works. I know. I I just got to give you guys little pieces here and there. I can't just spoil my whole mystery like the whole aura about me i can't just yeah let it all tell you my routine yeah no no it's top it's mm, top secret it's top secret you're right it totally is top 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 top. yeah secret level seven a 
secrets to science. Level so, 17. Are, like, yeah. are you going clear in secrecy? Is yeah. that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah, I've gone clear. So, all right. Well, why don't you tell me about something else? Why don't you tell me about some music? Okay. I got a lot of that to talk about because it's been fucking forever since we did a <laughs> new <laughs> episode. Um, it has been a hot minute. Yeah. It's uh, it's now 2017, of course. So it's a whole new year of new releases. Um, we haven't done a new, like a normal episode since like the beginning of December. <laughs> so we have the yeah, entire month of January to cover. So there was a lot of stuff that came out in January. And I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job of keeping up with releases so far this year. I've been doing a lot That's of listening. That's impressive. I've been doing a lot of listening. I've been keeping my ears open. <laughs> keeping <laughs> sounds flowing into them. Um, not not denying ears. the sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm not rejecting the sounds. They they come in and I allow them to pass. Um, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of stuff I've liked. Uh, so I'll just kind of go through the albums so far this year that I've really liked. Uh, first off, there, I've been listening to a lot of new, like, or there have been a lot of new ambient releases that I really liked. Uh, the new Brian Eno album, Reflection, came out on New Year's, um, and that's really good. It's just, you know, some Brian Eno-y drones, really relaxing. I listen to it a lot while I'm going to sleep, kind of like a lot of these albums I'm going to talk about, but <laughs> <laughs> these are like my all, all my uh, throw this on when you are ready for sleepy time albums. Um <laughs> Yeah, this one, I guess there's actually some, I don't know if it's like an app or something you can download for this album that has some weird thing, like you interact with it and it changes like uh, how the piece is structured. It's just a, you know, one like hour long track, Um, but I haven't Mm. played with that Mm. at all, but it's got some, you know, cool interactive thing going on as well. Uh, Another great ambient album. That came out is uh the new William Basinski. He's of course oh the I guy... haven't listened to it yet. Oh yeah, he's of course the guy famous for doing the uh, disintegration loops. Um, and he has a new one that's. Oh, were you gonna say something? I saw your mouth move. No. Okay. No, no, I was taking a breath. <laughs> it just took like a deep breath and half stood up. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. no, I I have some emotions about no, go on, no, please. Yeah, uh, it's called a shadow in time, um, and it's sort of a like a lot of his pieces. It's very, it's kind of focused on repetition and like very slight changes over you know the slowly growing repetition, uh, and both tracks on that are like that, and they're both kind of. Um, like pointed out as like tributes to people who have passed away like the first piece is called for David Robert Jones which is David Bowie's name um, and the second one is apparently dedicated to like just a friend of Basinski's that passed away last year um, so yeah very mournful very I don't know very sort of like eerie and beautiful stuff it's really fucking good um that's yeah that's been like 
I don't usually listen to ambient albums this awesome this often, uh, <laughs> but I've been listening to it like nonstop since since I first heard it. Yeah, highly recommend that. Um, then there's I think I told you Ted about this one. There's a uh, collaboration album between Kid Koala and Emiliana Torini. Didn't I tell you about that? Yeah, I actually listened to that. Oh one. yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah definitely. I was uh yeah, cause I I knew Ted was Ted's a fan, a big fan of Emiliana Torini. Who's is she Swedish or? She's Icelandic. Icelandic. Oh yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, but this is a collaboration album. It's kind of like it's an ambient album. Um, but it's interesting because Kid Koala is like a, uh, hip hop producer. And he's specifically like a turntablist, like he's like a master turntable player. Um, so this is totally out of his style. Like I've never heard him do an Amian album before. But apparently, it's been a thing he's been doing recently. In uh, I forget where he's located, but I think it's it's you know one of the big. Uh, it might be Vancouver or Toronto. It's one of those. Um, but he's been doing these shows where he just does like multiple hour long sets of ambient music and he has just like anyone come in there and they're like in these spaces with like a lot of couches and stuff and he has people come in there and like work on whatever they want like people come in and like write or like um paint or like do you know basically it's stuff that it was it was you know focused on providing an environment to like play music like this and just have people like work on whatever art they wanted to to the music um Apparently that's what somebody's been doing for the last couple of years, and this is kind of like the album version that's of that. Awesome. And it has a bunch of vocal contributions, like on half the songs from Emiliana Torini, great singer. Yeah, it's and it's just really, <laughs> yeah, it's really. I don't know, it's not anything like mind blowing, but it's just very calming, relaxing music. If you're an old person yeah. like me, you look for this kind of thing more and more. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I really liked it and it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was a pleasant surprise cause it was totally new style for him. Um, yeah, it's about the same thing I came to as it was just it pleasant, nothing groundbreaking, yeah, but really yeah. nice to just sit and do stuff mm-hmm. while listening to her just say stuff. Yeah, totally. And him make um, sounds. It was great. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. let's see what else. Oh, the new Flaming Lips album came out pretty early in the year it's called oxymelody i think is how you say the name it's apparently like some phrase from some polish novel that uh wayne coin the singer just like had and he liked the way the words looked and sounded so he called the album oxymelody i don't know uh (laughs) but it's 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 really it's really fun it's a it's gotten like really mixed reviews i've noticed but i liked it a lot uh i think it's a good combination of their like really strong like indie pop songwriting skills like they have like their really catchy stuff and then they also just um go into a lot of their weird like psychedelic jams a lot um it's Mm -hmm. i think it's like a good middle ground between those and i think you know songs are really strong uh i like it a lot for sure um, but yeah, it seems like it's been pretty mixed, so it depends on what you like about the Flaming Lips, I guess. Uh, 
yeah, I'd recommend that for sure. Um, I've got a bunch more. Depends on how many you guys want me to talk about, but there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I could just go through them quickly. The new Foxygen album. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, would true. you prefer to go? Would Would you prefer to go through them all qu- quickly, or like, do you want to pick out like two or three that you really want to go in depth? I on? oh, go through quickly. Oh, it's going first. Foxygen right. Hang is awesome. Um, yeah, I liked that. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, I super huh. I was talking with Reeves about about that, and he's been avoiding playing it because uh, apparently, dude had some allegations of domestic abuse oh. against him recently. Well, okay, oh, well, album's good, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a conversation to get into. Yeah, we don't have to talk about times. that now. Um, yeah, I. Yeah, you know. Anyways, <laughs> I'm usually like pretty strong on the like i usually separate the music from the artist that's created it quite a yeah, bit absolutely so um anyways <laughs> thanks for bringing that up uh yeah no nailed it <laughs> boom right one nail anyways. in the coffin here we go anyways i thought the album was really good uh i also liked the cl- new cloud nothings a lot and it's uh it I didn't really like it that much the first time I listened to it, and it's grown on me a lot. It's way more, way less energetic than their last few albums have been. They had kind of mm-hmm. got been known for having like, you know, explosions of energy on their albums and just like super frantic drumming and like screaming and stuff. Like the vocalist would always build to a part where he's just like yelling. Um, this one's a lot more reserved. It's called uh, "Life Without Sound," by the way. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely like a grower of an album. Like I, f- I felt like the songs, like the strength in the songs was still there. It just took me like a few listens to you know to sort of like wean that out. Um, yeah, I'm really into it. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, for sure. The some that I did not think were good, the new Japan Droids album was really you boring. You mentioned that, I yeah. think. Uh, totally not grabbed yeah, by it. That so one was not... Yeah, that was uh, pretty lame. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got the same uh, the same feedback from some other folks I talked yeah. about. Like the, the feeling was that it was it was them trying to make the leap into mainstream popularity, and it kind of killed their sound a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, and the XX album I didn't like that much. But... Uh, Oh, that's a shame. Oh, you liked it? No, I like the XX. Oh, I don't know. I haven't it's, listened yet. I think I liked some of their stuff, but like every time I listen to them again, like I like the vocalists like less and less. They're just like <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know because like I've I like some of their stuff, and I remember um, when the first two albums come came out. But you know that was like four or five years ago. You know, liking some of it quite a bit, but yeah, and it, there's like tracks here and there that I liked on it. Um, I don't know. I think they're just becoming not my thing. Uh, yeah, and... they're one of those bands that I really think I like, and I listen to them like oh, I'm not really feeling this at all. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there were, there were a couple on this album that were just like, just like so hokey. I thought like some of the the <laughs> lyrics were just like so trite and cheesy. Um, Oh, that sucks. But uh, but yeah, 
So I wasn't a super. That one's called I See You, by the way. I keep remembering I need to mention what the album's called. I See You! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, oh, this one I I it it's, this isn't on my didn't like list, but there's also the new uh, Bonobo album. I haven't listened to it uh, more than once, but it was nice. I didn't have any like uh, definitive comments on it though, but yeah, nice chill, yeah, electro shit mixed with uh, live instrumentation that you know that guy's known for. That was pretty yeah. good. That one's called Migration. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff. But we'll just move on. I'm sure Ted listened to some stuff, or are you listened to some stuff, Josh? I did, sure did. but uh, <laughs> fucking Camden listed most of it, so I'm not going to talk about those ones. The only one that I got to that he hadn't mentioned was the new Dr. Dog album, Abandoned Mansion, oh. um, which falls into the category of nothing too exceptional. <laughs> uh, it's very much like a simple Dr. Dog album. They've got folky vocalists those, those vocalists <laughs> yeah you know nothing stood out i've only gotten through it the one time um but i liked it i'll listen to it again i i wouldn't say oh did you guys hear the new afi album <laughs> oh shit what there is i one. didn't know AFI put out a new there album that's way more yeah important. they've been they've been touring and i actually went back and listened to sing the sorrow a couple oh you weeks know ago. i was just gonna bring that up because i saw they had a new album and i listened to stuff off sing the sorrow and you know what i was like this is not as bad as i thought it was gonna be right you know? <laughs> like it's not still... it's not like i didn't i wasn't like in love with it still but i'm like this isn't that bad you know? I could listen to this. I, you know, I think I think if I had been deeper into that album when I first heard it, you know, a decade ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think there would be some real nostalgia tied to that album because yeah, it's still like, I have, it's still good listening. Yeah, I have Sorry, some nostalgia associated with like some of the songs on that album, but Silver and yeah. Cold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, I. That's funny. I totally listened to that album again. This, this yeah, that's well. yeah, that's that's actually awesome. I went back to that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Weird. That's yeah, fantastic. Uh, and I went back to uh, the Art of Drowning too. Oh yeah, yeah. That, those are pretty much the yep. two that I knew when I was a youngin. I, I think um, they're the two that are like real, like th- that are held above the rest by people who yeah. are are like. Yeah, well, I don't know. Them. I haven't really followed them. I know they've. I don't know what they've been doing since, but. Yeah, they've got a new album. Making music, apparently. They've got a new album. <laughs> yeah. Just they've been out. busy. That's fresh. That's weird. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's weird that we both listened to that. Okay. I just That's thought fantastic. it was a. Uh, I thought it was going to be like going back and like, okay, because I did when I was a young, when I was a young buck, I did have some Disturbed albums. Okay. I did have them. Uh, of course <laughs> those did exist in your yeah, no doubt there. i had them i had at least the first two disturbed albums um <laughs> and you know if i go back and listen to that i'm just like holy shit jesus christ this is atrocious and that's kind of like... what i was expecting <laughs> when i like uh was like oh i wonder what it'll sound like if i listen to afi right now and it wasn't that bad <laughs> That's that's kind of good like, job uh, AFI. Yeah, that's kind of like what happens when I think about going back and listening to old newfound glory albums. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, the first album I ever bought 
the first album that I spent my own money on was Sticks and Stones by Newfound Glory. <laughs> I had that one, too. Nice. That was me. <laughs> well done. Man. Good times. And then, uh, and then um, 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 what was the, the Plain White Tees album before they released Hey There, Delilah, and people actually paid attention uh, to them? Stay know. What You Are, I, never, I think. I never had any of those ones. That was some emo yeah. shit, man. <laughs> I don't want to go back to it. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, bad memories. Man, my first album that I spent money on was the Shrek soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Sh- I mean, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of relevant to things that we have been discussing <laughs> yeah. lately. Oh, um, well, yeah. <laughs> I think mine might have been uh, one of the first some 41 albums oh i'll kill all killer no filler yep oh yes. man that, i think okay. that might have been the first album i bought you, a, you know you know kid. out of the out of the three of us i think like the most cohesive like well not the most cohesive album but the album with the most like music that that like was all was all hits was probably the shrek soundtrack shrek no it was shrek but there was a oh, bunch yeah. of you know mixed in that were hits but under the table you know, you had um, the the Eels song, My Beloved Monster and Me. They're not that popular. I still mm-hmm. like the Eels a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. You got um, the Hallelujah cover by Rufus Wainwright that everybody has such a hard on. Because it's the... Oh, yeah, it's the, the cover of the cover. Yeah, the cover of the cover, exactly. Um, but with parts of it taken out, if I remember correctly, it's like a three-minute cover. It's very strange. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, there was a bunch of other stuff. There's some actually some fun music on that, if I remember correctly. I haven't gone back to it in a while, but it's it's a lot like the SpongeBob movie album that I purchased much later, <laughs> which was also very good. It had uh, a Ween song. The Shins did a song about SpongeBob. Um, yeah, I, I should go back and check out those albums because there's like a strange amount of music that I still think might be good on there. Oh, wow. But, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it just shows and continues to make obvious that I didn't start listening to music till I was like eighteen properly. <laughs> I just kind of looked at like I have watched this movie before. I'll buy this. This sounds it's a very great. Strange experience. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's kind of awesome. Okay, sorry we I we we got sidetracked. Um, no, I was done with my bit. You were about done, Doctor Dog. So okay. Yeah, it was a good time for sidetracking. Oh, so, okay. so I listened to like a couple things. Um, I, I went back to some sad bastard music, uh, other than this sad bastard music. Uh, so you mean you just listened to the whole album? Yeah, I listened to the whole album on repeat for like a week. Uh, no, I listened to. I was introduced the other night to an artist named Noah Gunderson, um, and I listened to. He put out an album in 2014 called Ledges. It's it's. Kind of the folky singer songwriter thing. Uh, I enjoy it. It's there are some some songs that I think are really really good, and uh, the whole like the album as a whole I wasn't super in love with, but like the standouts were were pretty solid. Like I was I was a little impressed. Um, I also listened to some other things. I did I did I listened Wait, to uh, the Sun's Tirade. Oh cool Isaiah Rashad's album. Um, oh, I listened. Nice. I listened to to some of that. Uh, like I mentioned last time, 
I got way into King Push, Darkest Before the Dawn Prelude. Oh, so good. Give me that fucking King Push real album, please. Please do. Yeah, hopefully please this year. God damn it. Um, I spent a while listening to the Avalanches, uh, Wildflower, and nice. got pretty got pretty into that. I think that's a. It's all about cereal, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's quite good, uh, and we we've talked off and on about it, and we talked a lot about it last week, but I, it's still been making the rotation for me. Hmm. Um, and I listened, Ted. Did you listen to Mouth Moods yet? Nope. <laughs> it's like two albums away, and I've oh. not been listening to music in the house enough for me to... And I, I think I had to down... I tried to download it on my phone, and then it was like, you need WinRAR for that. And I was like, fuck that. Nah, man. Nah, I'll man. I'll do that just, later. Just go just to SoundCloud, SoundCloud and hit the play button. Phone. Yeah. 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 Just go to SoundCloud yeah. and hit the play button. It's fine. Uh, so I listened, I listened to some of Mouth Music. Or Mouth Sounds, rather. Which was the first album in that, that oh, yeah. uh, trio. That's, yep. Man, that is that is a fascinating thing. Isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's a really interesting thing. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like it the same way that I like Mouth Moods. And, and I... We're going to talk about Mouth Moods in the future. It's it's high on the list for me. I continue to think that album is really good. Um, Mouth sounds... I think it... Did it just invent the All-Star memes? Was no, that where they think, all came from? No, I think the All-Star memes were like a big thing when that album came out. And it was just like an amplification of how ridiculous you can make the All-Star memes. Yeah, <laughs> like I think it was a product yeah. of All Star memeing. I don't think he made that, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I could be wrong. That, I'm not. I'm not that a part meme in the historian. album where they where they just. <laughs> I think we need a. I think we need a meme historian for this podcast, yeah, guys. Yeah, official. Yeah, we should probably get one. We need to bring in someone to be our meme historian. Yep. <laughs> um, so that part in that album where they just play uh, movie studio stingers. For like yeah. thirty-five seconds, yeah. Uh, or the the song "Dope" that is just like the backbeat is made of Homer grunts. There's God. there's some real special stuff there. I I still need to listen to Mouth Silence, but yeah, I still don't listen to that one either. Man. But I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future. We, I'm sure we will. Yep. We'll definitely get to all of them. <laughs> yep. 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 So that's kind of what I've been listening to. Other than our album of the week. Well, like album of the month. Album of like the two months. Yeah, album yeah. we've had for a long goddamn time. Yeah. Songs about leaving. Yeah, this has to be the longest time we've like set on one album with it being. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. Sure. You know what's going to be longer? What? Fucking, fucking our next album because we heard about them at the same time. Oh, I that's think. right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, it'll totally be longer because I. You're right. I'm also I traveling. Didn't, I didn't realize that week, was so. uh, the same time. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna be. A, <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's gonna that's, be. Mm, that's gonna be a that's doozy. Be a like that's a that's a we need sitter. to do research episode. <laughs> yeah. And, like we gotta listen, read the book. 
Oh, they shit. gotta read the book. The book's like forty <laughs> bucks, dog. I can't. Mm. All right, just read it in store. Songs <laughs> yeah, about leaving. All day. <laughs> oh yeah, Camden. oh this should this is my cue. I'm supposed to. This, do this. is your cue. <laughs> right. You gotta uh, tell me about this. Yeah, so I picked the album Songs About Leaving from Carissa's Weird. The weird is spelled incorrectly. Weirdly, That's pretty weird. one might say. <laughs> it's spelled weirdly. <laughs> um, but I basically picked this album. It's good that it's still the time of year I intended this album for. It's not like we changed seasons in the uh, months we were waiting. <laughs> but uh, I picked it you know to just do like a winter album and this is you know one of those albums i've listened to for a while and always kind of find myself coming back to in the winter it's like just one of those albums i listen to at this time of year um yeah so chris's weird is a um indie folk kind of slow core ish uh band from seattle where uh, Josh <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, you know, they're one of those bands that was, um, you know, they had like a pretty short run and then everyone kind of went on to do other stuff. But I think, you know, the music they made in the time they had was uh, pretty interesting. It's kind of one of those things that um, spent a little while being kind of like a a local treasure and like one of those things that you couldn't really get the albums unless you had been around when they were coming out. Like uh, most of the, I think all their albums were out of print for a while and they were just like yep. reprinted in like 2010. Um, so, you know, probably like six or seven years that it was out of print. Uh, but yeah. Like they, some of the members went on to be involved in some stuff that people know a little more about like two of the members uh matt brooke who's the male vocalist on the album and ben bridwell who I believe either plays guitar or bass uh went on to form the band band of horses which oh. are actually which are actually quite popular now very well known. <laughs> yes. so the guy the guy who sings on this album matt brooke he i think was only on the first band of horses album and then left that band but Ben Bridwell, who's on this album, is like the front man of Banded Horses. He's not the front man in this band, but yeah. So I didn't, I didn't actually know that until we like did this episode. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and then uh, Jean Ghetto, who's the female vocalist uh, in the ghetto, ghetto uh, went on to. I guess she still records a bunch of stuff over the name under the name S, just the letter with the period after it. I've never. Uh, heard any of her stuff but um yeah it's kind of they kind of have that sound like they they have a very like lo-fi aesthetic and especially if you listen to like their first two albums this album is like the most thoroughly produced of all of them and it's still like pretty stripped yeah. down it's just like the production is really clean um but a lot of their early stuff was you know like classic lo-fi like fuzzy recording quality and just like really hazy sounding you know it just sounds like it was recorded in a bedroom and they kind of they kind of it feels like they kind of kept that sort of um that aesthetic through all their albums like it has a very like closed in and like intimate and like bedroom quality i feel like and this album does I it heard with, it, or, huh? 
What did you say? Oh, I was just going to say, with that um, specific quality they had, I was reading about them, and the initial founders, who I believe are the ones we just listed, mm-hmm. Matt and Ben, um, when they got or together, they started Matt recording in one of their... Okay, yeah. those ones. Um, but they started recording in one of their mom's closets, Yeah, and they had to like sing quietly because they couldn't wake up their grandmother, mm-hmm. and so Aww. once they started doing live yeah. shows, they didn't really know how to translate that so they just kept doing yeah, it yeah so it seems like that's you know they worked with that sort of restriction and that's you know the kind of music they ended up making um yeah yeah so it really it's kind funny. of an interesting thing to you know and that's yeah if you start getting used to making stuff that way uh yeah and it and they totally like stuck with that style um <laughs> why what are you typing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so distracting. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Are you even listening? Do you even listen I am, when yeah. I talk? Or do you just Wow. Do you wow. Just, do you just like go off and like read the news? Man, I put so much work into Some... this. I'm just kidding. I did not put that much work into this. I was up late last night <laughs> doing research. Filing yeah, detailed notes from the like three Building pages a online that have information about this band. Yeah, there's not much. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, I I mostly picked it because it's you know like I said at the beginning, it's a album I find fits this time of year really well. Uh, and yeah, it's just an album I really like. And what did you guys think of it? That's what I'm really curious about. I don't That's know because really I'm not you. About. I'm me. So how the fuck can I know? You know, like you guys are wanting me to. <laughs> I just can't know. You know, driving me crazy. I can only keep the eyebrows up for so long. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted, do you want to start or shall I? Okay, I will. But shall. first things first. Camden, are you wearing a bathrobe? Yeah, I am wearing a bathrobe. I was wearing a bathrobe last Wait, time we recorded. I just so. wanted to make sure. Yeah. I'm naked. I remember it. that, but I just <laughs> didn't notice. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, perfect. Now that we know this podcast is going the exact way I want it to be. Um, I I liked it. I <laughs> I thought it was well put together. I think it does a very good job of being what it wants to be. On my first listen, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't super grabbed. This feels more like an album I really, really have loved in 2008 and 2009 mm-hmm. when I was on my City in Color kick and my, like, big, only folksy arts um, sort of music mm-hmm. when I listened to a shit ton of, like, folksy artists. Um, but the on coming back to it, there's a lot more than I grabbed it the first time, I thought. Um yeah, I thought it was very nicely done, and I have enjoyed listening to it. And we can get into it more, of course, but those are my initial uh, and now reactions to this album. <laughs> <You're> now, okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Good to hear. I, uh, I kind of had a similar experience. Um, when you first picked this, I didn't realize we wouldn't be recording for a month and a half to two <laughs> months. So yeah. I listened to it a lot uh, yeah, right off the bat. Um, and... I found that it it like it was it it filled in the background very nice very nicely. It was easy listening, but it didn't really catch me. Um, and 
then I didn't listen to it for a while. And I slowly came around to the opinion that it was kind of, because I didn't listen to it for a while. And then I found myself in need of some quality sad bastard music. Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> then you and got the appeal. man, yeah, oh, it just like nailed it. I uh-huh. I was like, I mm, there was some things going on that make me want like some empathetic music, and like it was weird because at first it was oh I I kind of like the second half of this album. That's that's all right. The second half of this album is good. What the, the, the beginning doesn't get me. Um, because the the first song that really clicked with me was uh, Farewell to All These Rotten Teeth. Mm-hmm. That's um, one of the big ones, yeah. Yeah. That was, the first, that was the first one that really clicked with me. And then that, through the end of the album, I think uh, it was probably green for some reason. Like, I like a lot more than I think I do or should. I, I don't know. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like, I, for some reason... Just because it's, like, feels a like, really, like, simple one? I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like kind of comforting. I mm, I don't know. So, something yeah, about that it. That one does sound like, kind of like lullaby-esque. A little yeah, bit, you know? yeah, yeah. And that, that might be it. But like that, I actually kind of came around to feeling like I really liked that whole block uh, from Farewell through It Was Probably Green. And then I went back and I listened to it from the beginning again because I was listening to it a lot. Because, again, I needed some sad bastard music. And I can only... Like, I've listened to a lot of the Mountain Goats, guys. I needed some different sad bastard music. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and I started to come around on the first half of the album. And, yeah. like, it's still There's not as tight for me. There. <laughs> there, There is. Yeah. I think uh, So You Want to Be a Superhero is really good. That's a fantastic uh, song, yeah. That's a really good song. I think Sem- September Come Take This Heart Away is a really good song. Like, I don't know, somewhere around the lo- like along the line, I needed this kind of music, and it just, like, clicked. And mm-hmm. I- I'm-, I'm pretty big on this. Like, yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I can say I think- I'm really looking forward to sad sack music time for me and having this album uh-huh. as well so that'll be fun yeah i don't i don't <laughs> remember i don't mm. <clears throat> sorry i was gonna say i don't remember fun. if like the first time i heard this album was a time when i needed some sad sack music but like that's what i think of it as totally and like this is totally an album mm. i do listen to when i'm in that kind of mood absolutely <laughs> like it definitely has that appeal yeah. and i think like yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's one of those albums that, like, once you experience it that way, you know, afterwards, like, because now I listen to this album in like any context, and it sounds great, like, just because I like really like the songs. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I wish I could remember like the circumstances around me growing to like this album, but I don't remember the specifics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Back, I mean, you've but... been listening to it for a while. Yeah, yeah for me, like. It was fine at first, and then I was like, man, some of these things, some of these things are just so on point, mm-hmm. and just, like, fill that, that, that sad bastard niche, like, niche perfectly. Like, yeah. Perfectly. Um, yeah, and so, I can see how it could kind of read as, like, nothing really to make any remarks about initially, because it does, it has, like, all the qualities about it are things that are, you know, done by tons and tons of bands. And 
you know, their things. It's just, you know, you have the, the sort of like monotone vocals, like really low and raspy. Um, mm-hmm. You have, you know, just acoustic guitars and strings. It's like pretty typical. Um, but I don't know. I think, I feel like they actually like uh, do a lot with like the limited, you know, array of sounds they have. And it's, it's just one of those, it's totally like a grower album, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. That absolutely is. Yeah. yeah I, I would say that's absolutely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I, I think was, once you I like was... get down to it, like the songs are really strong and they are, there is like some nice variation in them and they still, you know, like fit together well with, with their style. But, um, but yeah, it's anyways, what were you going to say, Ted? Oh, I was just going to say, I was going to argue with you, um, coming into this, uh, up until earlier today that I think this isn't a winter album that I would, I would have labeled it more of, um, a, an like autumn album. Yeah. Just because it has that. But then, uh, when I was reading different things about it and I was listening to the different sort of wintery aspects, there's a really cool thing that they do, even when they have, uh, the songs with a lot of instrumentation that all of the instruments still sound really sort of distant from one another, which is very strange and kind of unique to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's the only album that does it, but I think they do a very good job of hmm. uh, pushing the sense of loneliness through how separate each instrument feels. Like they sound like they're all in separate rooms or in separate mindsets. It, it's really curious, yeah. which makes it much more hollow and lonely. And you'll have stuff really like pushes songs it. where the vocals sound kind of like like they're you know they'll put like some sort of like weird effect or distortion on it where it sounds like it's muffled or like being sung from you know behind i don't know like on a so you want to be a superhero or a sophisticated fuck princess whatever the song's called (laughs) there are some song name there are some really good song names on here oh yeah we didn't mention that yet there are great song names on this album i'll give it to that uh, mm-hmm. There's ignorant piece of shit, <laughs> which is an, I love that song. That song is great. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's the first song I heard from them because I uh, yeah I remember that like little guitar line at the beginning being really memorable for me. Like da 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 da. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we got that uh, sophisticated fuck princess. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, farewell, farewell to ah. all these rotten teeth is a good song name. Um, mm-hmm. Low budget, slow motion soundtrack song for the leaving scene. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's <laughs> yeah, a pretty emo. A good song, one. really. Great <laughs> yeah, that's a great song. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's. Yeah, I'm definitely at the point where I think every song in this album is really great. My favorite ones mm-hmm. would definitely have to be "Ignorant Piece of Shit." Um, I think it's such a fucking great song. And then They'll Only Miss You When You Leave. Mm-hmm. That part where it gets really sort of jammy almost is so great. Because it's the first time I noticed it properly happening in the album when there's a lot of instrumentation and a mm-hmm. lot going on. Um, and it's, it's the second track on side B, so it's supposed to be sort of the, the varied... Um, half i heard someone or i read someone uh talking about like thank god that this album has two sides because after 
ignorant piece of shit, you kind of need a b- little bit of a break. And the piano song's kind of pleasant for that. And then it changes the tone a little bit, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Do you guys know what the significance of November 16th is? Because... I no, I meant to look but that up. Because, you know, they have the song called A New Holiday, November 16th. And then in Ignorant Piece of Shit in the lyrics, there's like, they're singing about November 16th. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I tried looking it up. I couldn't find anything about it. But I just thought that was interesting that there were like multiple references to that date. Maybe it's like, it could, it's, it's probably just like yeah. a personal thing with one of them, you know? Like. I imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. Right. Maybe right. it's it's the day they decided that after this album they were going to break up as a band. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, they were, they were I read this, I read this to, really time to make band of horses make some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. Oh. Time to have a um, but time I read to have a really... song. Time to make a song that's in like a thousand commercials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. They were looking for that that notoriety um i had this really funny review that i found um it was really quick but there was a a quick moment where they were saying thanks to the rise of the internet dictionary choice tracks from songs about leaving have now embedded or have been embedded into all the top dictionary publishers websites under the entry for cathartic (laughs) additionally certain higher funded um online dictionaries such as oed have used new features of html5 to give readers a dry catchy feeling in their throats as though they were welling up with tears in a public place and attempting to hide their pain when reading the entry for cathartic as this feeling is almost a prerequisite for listening to songs about leaving i thought that was a very nice description of exactly (laughs) what it felt like Mm -hmm. yeah totally yeah um anyways good yeah. album yeah i thought it was good i'm glad you guys liked it is, i'm is glad you guys had some time to like let it grow on you i feel like if we had done it in just a week you might not like it as much but i think you, yeah. you might be right actually yeah. that's an interesting you chose thing. the perfect time yeah it, yeah it turned it worked well but uh yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to say about that i'm gonna share a favorite winter album with you guys that's pretty awesome. much it. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's an interesting one. I think I'll probably be, still be listening to it for at least another week. For the rest of your before life. I, before I need to move on to some party tunes, is what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Like, Bangers the party tune time is coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bang em, bang em, bang em. Well, guys, that brings us to your favorite segment. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's what wait, you were looking first, up. First, we got to announce what's coming up next. We've got to... What's next week? What's next time? Oh, no. He's oh, no, got no, music news. Yeah, I've oh. got music he's news. He's got music news. Oh, I do. Fucker was looking Jesus up news. Christ. I do. You were right. I actually have two pieces of news. God. Two pieces of news. Okay. One, the sounding board's favorite artist has announced that he will release another album. That's right. John Mayer is back. Oh, I thought you were talking about Riff Raff. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who our favorite artist <laughs> just, might be. I just guess Riff Raff. That that's my throwaway news. Uh, I wanted to wrap back around because, guys, you remember we've talked a lot about music streaming and uh, particularly about title. People are still talking about title. What? Who? Well, so so you remember (laughs) title was the streaming service that Jay Z bought for fifty six million dollars, and then said that it was to make sure that artists got better pay. 
And some people did get better pay through title. They were just the mega rich artists that were like high profile partners or however that worked out. But now, you remember what we thought would happen to title? I remember you bragging about thinking Apple buying it. So, so I was wrong. Apple did not buy it. But Jay-Z did sell his 33% stake in Tidal to uh, Sprint, the telecom company. Okay. Really? Yeah. How uh, much did he sell it for? $200 million. Man. That's so, a good deal. For a, yeah, so our our theory the about him is probably going to fail. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's he worked it worked out for him pretty well. <laughs> yeah. So our theory about uh about him like making that so he could sell it, totally accurate. Like he flipped that shit. He flipped that shit. Flipped it. Well done, Jay Z. <laughs> Happy to hear that you are now about a hundred and forty dollars, one hundred and forty million forty dollars richer. <laughs> $140 million <laughs> richer. Um, That's like what Jay-Z is business, every millisecond. Yeah. <laughs> $140. He's not a business, man. He's a business, man. Yes. Every time. I just Good love reading. saying that. I just love saying <laughs> that. Uh, all right. So next week. Next, next week, week, Ted, you picked our album. I did. I picked... Um, one, I figured it was good pop culturally. We hadn't touched on any opera or any musicals lately, and I figured we might as well get one that's big and in the loop right now. So we're going to be cats. all <laughs> learning about cats. And I have a video of it. Does it, goes, does, it, does it go boots cats. and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats like beatboxing? Or how does it go? It just goes... Because the cats are really unhappy to be forced to be playing these roles that they think are way below their talent level. Cats, man. They're so fucking particular. Um, But along with cats, we're also going to be listening to the new hit musical. I guess new. Yeah, new. um, The Hamilton. The Hamilton. The Lynn. The Hamilton. It's like (laughs) the the Facebook. Lynn Manuel Miranda. YouTube. Yeah. Lynn Manuel Miranda's. does that um, make him better musical? Does that make him Hamilton. our first repeat artist? He's the first repeat artist on the sounding board. I think so, which is hilarious because I did not like the other one. That yeah, much. you weren't a fan of that at all. Interesting. No, there were some funny moments, but I wasn't keen on it. But I've heard Hamilton a couple times now, um, and I I enjoy it. I also think it's an interesting one because it's pop culture, and he did like worked super hard to stick as close to. The historical context as possible um it's pretty nuts i'm i was impressed so i'm excited to do more research about that and and also they've got some really kick-ass hip-hop artists um in there including a podcast favorite of the rapper from clipping whose name i didn't think of in to be digs boom that one whatever he just said that really guy. loudly <laughs> um yeah that guy you know. uh, so so real quick disclaimer before we Don't. get to this episode next week, we are not, by and large, musical theater people. So our <laughs> we're not none oh, of yeah. us actually like musical theater. Our discussion which is so great. <laughs> our discussion is going to be kind of ill-informed, and we are going to do what we can to research uh, ahead of time. 
well, musical theater in a larger sense and Hamilton in particular so that we can actually be I'm like... Gonna, I'm going to say this. I will research Hamilton. I will not listen to any other musical theater in preparation okay. for this episode. All right. Uh, I, I meant more the form <laughs> and structure of musical theater because one of the things I've, I've heard is that is really impressive about this album is how it sticks both to hip-hop fundamentals and to musical theater and like hits on the major themes of that very well and, and still has that structure and form and i don't know too much about that so please if you're gonna but, so this is gonna be just like the rest of the podcast oh good we don't really know that much oh, but we're gonna sh- talk about it anyways <laughs> um please if if you if you are a musical theater fan uh feel free to reach out to us uh be kind give us that old reach around oh, i i didn't say that be kind um and and bear with us because we're approaching this as fans of music more than as fans of musical theater and they are not identical they're not necessarily the same thing that's it Wait, we be kind. are what do you mean be kind be sweet be loving be critical. I don't care if someone talks shit on me for not liking musical theater. I will not but, be offended. No, that's fine. <laughs> but but, but like, theater is not my favorite. Because it sucks. Because it sucks. Ow. Straight sucks. I'm not, not going to do this blanket statement shit. But I'm excited to to listen through it. and, uh, and have I'll do it. All musical theater it. is garbage and sucks. is the most <laughs> offensive thing <laughs> I can possibly think of. Uh, all people who participate, all people who participate in musical theater, should be sent to live on an island in the middle of nowhere by themselves, and then we should bomb the island. Wow! <laughs> I thought you were just gonna let them do musical. Yeah, together. no, we should. <laughs> you we went should, further than I thought. We should eradicate the idea of musical theater from our history. <laughs> it needs to all be gone. I'm just kidding. Man. I don't think that. Yeah, with that mentality, You've got we're going to be feelings. learning a lot about Hamilton. I don't, yeah. It's going to be great. I want to make it clear that I'm, I'm completely serious. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. I don't fuck around with this serious. shit, okay? This is real. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Life. All right, guys. I, this is hard for me to say. Play us out in the style of oh. songs about leaving by Chris is weird. Oh, yeah, I got it. All right. <sighs> Wait, stop. Hold on. Wait, stop. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's up? You can email us at soundboardpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook or on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at Not Always Music. These bums have Twitter accounts, but I don't think they use them. So just, like, go on there and say some nasty shit about them. We've yeah, got Killacam907. <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> An inspired I've that Twitter account in months. An inspired so like name. Eight or nine months. And Lil Theo <laughs> the Ho. Similarly inspired. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I forget about that thing every single week until you bring it up again. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. I, I should check that thing. Out. I should like look at that once a once a year. Uh, awesome. Okay. All right. Play us out. I live in Seattle, and this is a sad song. This whole album is full of sad songs, cause that's what. I am. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
<laughs> I think I just had a tear roll down my face. Oh, so moving. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. It was touching. Yeah. Oh. Great job, guys. Face touching? Was it face touching? Face touching. Face touching. Oh, I'm going to leave this podcast with an S. Oh. Satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye. 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 Sweetheart who shelters her found